what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Back to my dad watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Hey, Meredith, good to see you this morning. It's good to see you as well. You know, we we texted some last night while watching the first episode of Zach's season, but I'm very excited to get your takes. Well, it it, it seemed to go more quickly than I expected, so I guess that's that's a good thing. But with that said. I don't think there was anything too surprising that happened last night that you and I probably have not seen in previous seasons. You know what? The most surprising thing that we haven't seen in previous seasons to me is that it seems like a lot of these girls are very good and like genuine and seem to really like Zach. And like, I feel like normally I'm like, okay, I have a very good idea who, who a top four is. I feel like we've got like eight or so girls, like eight, nine, ten, that could be a top four contender. And it seems like most of the drama of this season surrounds them actually all wanting to be with Zach. Well, I I think that it's I, – I, I would agree with you in that sometimes it is very quickly evident which girls or boys, uh, ladies or men, are going to be problematic or villainous. And we didn't see too much of that last night. We, we saw somebody, we saw one lady crash and burn. Yes, Madison. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was that was ugly. But we've seen things like that happen before. So I, I, w- I would agree with you that uh, uh, it's, it's, it's too early to tell. I, I suspect that some of those eight or nine people that you consider to be sincere and really there for Zach – I question, I think it's a little early to say that. Well, I I just, it seems like there are a lot of top contenders. I don't okay. feel like that normally. And, and I feel like you made a lot of good picks. I'm maybe. worried about my draft team. Maybe, maybe. I mean, when I was watching uh, what's going to happen on this season, it seems like I saw more of your people out there maybe I lasting longer than mine. I saw a lot of Ariel, which I was not expecting to. Well, I can't even tell which is which at this point in time. So, so uh, I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see. Let's, but let's but, get into it. Okay, let's do. Let's talk about some highs. Okay. I don't have a ton. I have Gabby from Vermont. Um, her her entrance I found amusing that she forced Zach to drink maple syrup, and he really didn't like it. Which, like, who doesn't enjoy maple syrup? Especially like some pure maple syrup from Vermont. I I I think that yeah yeah you, you'll enjoy maple syrup, but but the timing is everything. And then I'm not. I think what time do we think this is going on? It's it's nighttime. I don't know what time because there's it's always daylight when this thing finishes. So I don't know if we're starting at eight at night or ten at night or when we're starting this thing. But I'm I'm just wonder if you need maple syrup for dinner. Well, it's just like a little sip, and I think no matter when I would take a little sip, I'm not gonna make a like make a face and be like, "Ew, mapley." Well, sometimes you're expecting more of a, you know, I'm during the evening. I might prefer a little bourbon that's not so sweet, but uh, that's me. But I think the funny part is how much in her interviews, Gabby talked about how now she's just gonna be. 
Gabby the maple syrup girl from Vermont, and that's how her first impression is going to be. And I, she seemed funny to me. Well, I, I, I thought that that there were not that many first impressions, introductions that were unusual. I mean, they seemed more vanilla this time than than I was expecting. Now we had the one girl that brought out a pig that you and I both sort of saw that one coming. Um, yes. And and I will say that I sort of liked the uh, uh, Vanessa who had the jazz trumpeter uh, doing the intro. I guess she's from Louisiana. I think she's the restaurant marketing person, who again, I assume is a greeter. And uh, again, I'm not sure she made the cut. I don't rem- I, I It's hard to figure out who's not there at this point in time. Yeah, we really need names of women as they're walking out of the mansion. To, like, let us know. I, is my top four intact? I believe so. But I think that both of our first impression rose candidates and villains exited last night. Well, I, I think Holland was, uh, I think, my villain and your first impression, Rose. So, I, and yeah, and I, I yeah, we, we both bombed out on that one. But uh, um, yeah, it was, it's, it's hard. I always wonder for the Bachelor or the Bachelorette is, you know, when they pick in the first night, do they just choose people whose names they can remember? Like, you're very pretty, but I don't remember your name. So, therefore, unfortunately, you have to go home. Holland seemed like an easy one to remember. And she had that, you know, she had a funny entrance about how he had a date in Holland. Didn't work out well because he was in the wrong Holland. Yeah, a little, little presumptuous there, yes. So <laughs> but I, so I like Gabby's entrance. I, I don't know if it's a high, but just something I needed to discuss. Zach kissing Bailey during the limo entrance. I was very shocked. I was shocked in general that Zach is a kissing bandit. I was not expecting this from our vanilla king. You're you're, you're not expecting it from Zach, or you just think it uh, on on first impression night he shouldn't be doing anyone shouldn't be doing so much kissing. No, I wasn't expecting it from Zach. You know, I'm I'm not against all the kissing. It feels right. Go for it. That's what so Madison did. Your, your generation has has cheapened kissing. You know, you know, for me, you, you know, you're not always going to get the kiss on the first date. Not, and, and certainly, you're not going to be uh, doing the tongue kissing on the first impression sort of situation. So but this was even different. Bailey got the kiss during the limo entrance. I don't yeah, think I've ever seen that before. But of course, the, the of course, you, going in for it. But he had met Bailey. Previously, since she was one of the girls that was uh, in in the last at the season. finale from yes. the Bachelorette, but he didn't even remember her name then. Balin, Balin, right, Balin. Which, which I had for, I did, I had forgotten all this. Of course, I picked her to win, so I'm I'm not I'm not necessarily feeling so good about that pick. But anyway. no, I think that's a good pick. Uh, we'll see, we'll see. So, I mean, uh, my kiss count from last night: one, two, three. I think seven girls got kisses last night, including Madison, who should not have gotten a kiss, but forced sure. himself upon Zach. Yeah, I'm not sure that was Zach's choice. No, he was he was leaning as far away as possible in that embrace, and still yeah. somehow had to kiss her. You know, and, and not to not to steal any of the lowlights or whatnot, but uh, Madison from North Dakota was overserved and uh, and probably didn't do much for uh, the state of North Dakota last night. 
No, well, the good news is there's probably not a lot of the state of North Dakota watching The Bachelor. Uh, it's probably not the demographic, the, the the enterprise is that concerned about. You're right. What are your highs from last night? Well, my first high was I, I wrote down minimal Jesse Palmer and all the introductions. It feels like we didn't get any Jesse Palmer until uh, they showed up at the at the mansion. And I was happy about that. <laughs> well, I, I I had a low about Jesse Palmer. Yeah? My, my low about Jesse Palmer, it's sort of Jesse. He had to tell us more about Zach at the start of the show because we know nothing about him. We weren't, well, for those that are just starting the show for the first time and weren't around last season, I guess that's what they have to do. But they're trying to be like, look, he's not that vanilla. He was a bass player in a band in middle school, and he was a DJ in college. He's a hip-hop guy. Yes. I don't know. I just like, maybe this isn't the right pick if these are the fun facts we need to be saying about our bachelor. He didn't even mention that he's a kissing bandit. I know. Well, you know, he didn't know at that point. Well, I also enjoyed that at some point, some of the girls started chanting to Jesse, go back to ESPN. I completely missed that. They were chanting, go back to ESPN, Adam, which I, I smiled and said, yes, go back to ESPN. I don't, I don't know why I need my sports commentator hosting The Bachelor. He also hosts shows on Food Network. I have seen him host like holiday bake-offs where he's wearing onesie pajamas. I guess I guess you make the money while you can, but uh, I feel like he's a little uh, overexposed at this point in time. Is Does ABC own the Food Network as well and he's just like making his rounds through? Because ESPN is owned by ABC, right? Yeah, that's – well, I think Disney might own both of them, but yeah, so it's – I suspect they're all part of the same family. Yeah, he's staying in the family. He'll host anything under the Disney umbrella. Maybe next we'll see him in a Mickey Mouse costume. Jesse has no shame. (laughs) All right, other Uh, highs for you. I guess my other high was, I think, again, it's hard to keep track when when you're being introduced to 30 bachelorettes or potential – whatever we're calling contestants, whatever we want to call it. It's hard to keep track of who's who, but one of them was trying to comfort and console crazy Madison who was melting down. I think it was Kimberly. Yes, Kimberly. So I, so I, I wanted to give her a shout out and say, good job, Kimberly. I thought that was that was kind and nice because Madison was, was in a bad place and uh, Kimberly seemed sincere in trying to help her out a little bit and just calm her down a little bit. So, so way to go, Kimberly. Good job, Kimberly. She, I think she yeah. said something nice. She was like, remember, you're the prize, too. Yeah, and well, Madison was like, oh, I wish he saw that. <laughs> Poor Madison was overserved, and, and And she, she, you know, she changed her whole life to be there. I think she said something along those lines during her exit. We had to watch her walk away for a really long time. Well, and, and I and, and for those that don't watch the show and just learn about the show through our podcast. Uh, you know, at some point Madison realizes this has really gone sideways. Uh, I'm going to go find Zach and sort of say, maybe uh, as opposed to going to the rose ceremony, if you really don't want me to be here, sort of tell me now. And basically that's what Zach does. So she sort of wanders away and it's sort of, as you said, it's a long walk and you're scratching your head saying, 
I wonder if she knows where she's going or what's going to happen here. Is she going to fall? Is she going to you know, fall in a ditch? I don't know. Yeah, it, it was a weird shot that we had to watch. So, Do you have any other highs or is that it? No, I think that probably uh, moves us toward lowlights. Okay, well, I told you my first lowlight about Zach's fun facts. Mm-hmm. Um, my second one was watching Zach and Kat see how many meatballs they can shove in their mouths. It's just, like, not something that we need to see on national television. Why were they doing that? I mean, I remember last year we had a guy whose nickname was Meatball, or at some point we did. Why why have the meatballs resurfaced? I didn't even pick up on that. All of a sudden they were shoving meatballs in each other's mouth. I know, and I don't even think that's the normal food you do that with. When you play Chubby Bunny, you got to use marshmallows. We were playing Chubby Bunny? Yeah, it's a, the game's called Chubby Bunny. You see how many marshmallows you can fit in your mouth, and you have to say Chubby Bunny without them falling out. Okay, I was... But, I'm you know, not- marshmallows a lot cleaner than meatballs. She, you know, Kat had, like, sauce all over her fingers. She almost got sent home for it. She got the last rose of the night. Okay. Well, I'm not familiar with Chubby Bunny, but uh, fun fact: I do believe Cat and Davia and myself all went to the same college, and I think we may have graduated within the same year as well. Okay, but uh, yeah, I, I guess you weren't sorority sisters or anything like that. No, I do not know them. Okay. I've asked around. I don't. None of my friends know them either, but I do believe they went to the University of South Carolina. Go Gamecocks. Almost your brush with greatness. Okay. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Yes. Do you have any lows? So, um, I, and I, I don't mean to mispronounce her name, but uh, Lika, L-E-H-K-A, who, Lekka, yeah, Lika. Uh, her introduction uh, was, I'm going to lick your ear and establish my territory. I didn't really like that. You know, she, I didn't like that either. And it just now occurred to me that she was doing like a name pun. Uh, and, and it's just occurring to me as well. But regardless, I didn't like it. And uh, it was sort of gross, and she got the first night boot. Yeah, I don't think that Zach. It, he's not. He's he's vanilla enough that he doesn't really want to be licked night one. So an, another sort of low light for me is, and, and as you said, there was a lot of kissing in the episode. But every time there is kissing, there's this soaring angelic string music. Like, oh my gosh, uh, the the. The clouds have parted. The sun's coming out, and true love has been found. And it's like every single time, it's da da, you know. And I'm tired of that. You know, tired of the soaring string music. Uh, let's at least wait till we get down to the final four before we do that. Mm, that's fair. I like the string music. Very romantic. He's he's making out with seven girls last night. How romantic is this? But he only wanted to make out with six of them. Okay. All right. Well. You know, let's let's keep it under control, Zach. Um, you know, Mercedes brought Henry the pig. We knew that was coming. Um, you know, whatever. I, I guess the good news is it seems like we didn't see the pig for the rest of the night. Yeah, I got shipped back to the Midwest. 
might have been breakfast. We don't know. <laughs> Maybe they are having bacon right before the rose ceremony. Uh, I, and I don't know if Mercedes made it. Did she make it to the next round? Yes. I don't. Was it Mercedes that brought a pig? I, according to my notes, yes. But I, you know, <laughs> I was I was doing some multitasking. It's possible it was someone else. I do believe Mercedes made it. Your pick to win, I think, Genevieve or Genevieve or how are we saying her name? Genevieve. Genevieve. She was, when she, when she, she had her alone time with Zach, she was working on changing diapers on a, on a baby. She's trying to stand out, you know, make a splash. I think she seems pretty cool, but she like, she seems too cool for Zach. Well, and, and I guess I was just thinking, you know, it's the first night, you know, the, I, I guess that's standing out because she's, you know, not one of the six or seven making out with him. And maybe that's memorable, but I was just thinking, huh, you know, first impression, changing baby diapers or, you know, first night. I'm not sure that's the way I would have gone. It just She's got to make sure that Zach's worth her time, you know, if he's going to be a future husband. Okay. Try to make sure he knows how to change a diaper. Okay. I, I wasn't so crazy about the diaper changing. I'm not I'm not sure when I was twenty six that that's you know, the first time I would have met a young lady, it's like let's practice changing diapers. I don't think I'm ready to think about, oh, I just met you, let's talk about babies and kids, but that's me. Yeah, well that's why you weren't the bachelor. Yeah, back in the day. Back in the day. Um and and my last one was just uh, poor Madison. Shouldn't they be cutting her off at some point in time? No. No. <laughs> Welcome to The Bachelor. Would you like another? At one point, you know, they like showed her walking away with someone and someone's like asking, said something about drinks and, and how much they've had. And Madison was like, not enough. <laughs> I, I remember that. They said, what are you drinking? And and her answer was not enough. So. Uh, <laughs> I guess there's not much to do in North Dakota. Speaking of Madison, let's just get into the wrong reasons. Okay. Because for me, it's obviously Madison. Super drunk. She's a bit delusional, you know. She really, really thinks she's getting that first impression, Rose, and kind of has a mental breakdown when she doesn't. You know, forcing a kiss on Zach when it's very obvious he doesn't want it, not into it, and then having to do... I'm assuming you don't know what the gritty is, but it's that dance move that they were doing. It's just so very uncomfortable. I feel really bad for her because she's obviously a little bit delusional and really embarrassed herself last night. Yeah, I, I so you know, part of me thinks through if, if if you're going on that show, whether whether you're the Bachelor, or the Bachelorette, or you're you're you know you're you're, you're spending a certain amount of time telling all your family and friends, I'm going on The Bachelor, you know, and getting everybody all geeked up and everything. And it's got to be tough going home the first night after you've done all this prep and and you're excited about going on the show and being on the show. You know, maybe you're going to fall in love, but but it's, I would think it would be a very interesting experience and, and maybe you're going to travel to exotic locations. So I'm sure it's very disappointing for the people that go home the first night. Obviously, most of the people handle it you know, relatively well. You've not invested a lot of time in this person, you know, but it's disappointing that you're going home on the first night. 
but yeah, unfortunately for Madison, the combination of uh, alcohol and and those expectations were and delusion were, and delusion were very toxic. So. Yeah, just not a good look for her. So if we're talking wrong reason, I went a different way. Mm. I went uh, Christina Mandrell in the party bus. Ooh. Now, Christina, if you listen to our previous podcast, she was the only one where we were provided a last name. And she is the niece of Barbara Mandrell, who, for someone of my age, that name is very familiar. She's a famous country singer. Everyone else is just, you know... Genevieve or, or Ariel, she's Christina Mandrell, and uh, which makes it a little easier to Google her. But she came in on the party bus. Uh, I, I just found, and, and she came up with a bunch of questions to ask uh, Zach, which I thought was sort of cute. But I found the whole thing to be presumptuous, and and I and I guess I just have issues with whether it be a a man or a woman that comes on the show who has a kid who claims my kid is the most important thing to me that are coming on this show because I just, I just don't buy that. So anyway, that, that, that always rubs me the wrong way. It's interesting because I put the right reason as Christina Mandrell. <laughs> well, and what was your thought process? Well, her compatibility test, you know, she's like, we don't have a lot of time here. We got to see if we're compatible right off the bat. And I was like, you know what, girl, that makes some sense. But, you know, she's asking kind of basic questions of beach or mountains. And which, they, which everyone she asked, they answered differently. Yeah, they're obviously not compatible. They don't agree on beach or mountains. They don't agree on dragons or dinosaurs. But they do agree that they should be kissing. And I, I liked the compatibility test. thought it was cute. I actually think that Christina Mandrell is going to be a really enjoyable villain. Well, I, I, you and I are in agreement on that. Is I think she, she came off as having the most villain potential last night. But I, it's not like I don't think that she's going to be a normal villain. I think it's just going to be like her personality is a bit much for a lot of people. But she seemed very nice last night. Like... Even she was wearing the same dress as someone else. And she was like, that girl has good taste in dresses and men. And like, she, she's very funny. I just think she's going to be a bit much. Well, and, and, I, and we always have people that come on this show that are striving to be Instagram famous or, or influencers or whatever, whatever your generation likes to call themselves. And then they're, and there are some that are probably have more sin, have more sincere interest in actually meeting somebody. Uh, I, at this point in time, firmly put her in the Instagram famous. I need a bump in my career type uh, category. So I, I just I question her motive. So I, I I'm not with you there on the right reason. <laughs> All right. Well, who's your right reason? So for right reason, I'm going with Brianna who is the young lady who got the America's first rose and mm -hmm. was under no pressure at all last night. She already had her rose, but made an effort to reconnect with Zach. And I don't know, I thought she was just quite lovely and struck me as a real contender. And, and I really liked, uh, I really liked Brianna. I think she's quite lovely as well, but I don't think Zach's that into her. No. So uh, I think that she's like a top eight, nine, ten. 
but I don't think she's going to get much further than that. I think that he's more into a lot of other women. I think that's, we've been, we've been one show in one night and I think it's very early to be making those prognostications. Although, you know, you, we make picks didn't before try and kiss her. Didn't try and kiss her. He's way more into like a Bailey, a Katie, a Greer, a Jess, a Charity. Okay. Well, we'll see. I just I, I I like Brianna. So anyway, go Brianna. My MVP of the episode is Greer. She is one of your top four picks. She's also the first impression rose recipient. I liked her because she looked pretty normal and natural. Like a lot of these girls are really glammed up, you know, they've got the big lips, they've got the contoured makeup. She looked very normal and pretty and just like a, like someone I would be friends with that just like doesn't go crazy with their makeup. Their conversation seemed very easy, natural, talking about like Texas and how she wants to end up there. And even though she's 24, which is pretty young, I really like the connection there was really good. I just liked her. She seemed genuine, sweet, like no drama. I like Greer a lot. Well, I, I think I chose her because her bio said she was funny and and I'm not sure why, but when they were doing their you know, little videos before they got showed at the mansion, they did one with her. And I think I texted you and said, she's, she seems very immature at least in that video. And I thought she would not be long for the show. And then she ends up getting the first rose. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, she's young at 24, but Zach's only 26. That's not that big a difference. So we'll see. That's true. So do you have any fatherly advice to wrap us up? So a couple of things I noticed first off, Sean L help me who's who's he we saw his, yeah instead of instead of zach spending time with getting advice from jesse which is a bad idea he got to go talk to sean l who i guess is one of the rare people that have been on this show that actually found someone is, and is still married to them yes sean Lowe is the only bachelor who is with his winner or Tenure. married to his winner matt james is still with rachel but he's the only one married to his winner. There are two bachelors married to their second place women, but he's the only one married to his winner, um, Catherine, and they have three kids together. He was actually the first season of The Bachelor I ever watched. Okay. Well, way to go, Sean L. Um, and his advice to Zach was, if you want your marriage to work, you should marry your best friend. Good advice. Yeah. So, so, so good advice there. Um, I think I'm, I'm trying to remember who said it. I don't know. It was either maybe Catherine or Katie was saying uh, that sometimes they're weird and goofy and it's okay to be yourself. And I thought that was good. You know I mean? Those, uh, you're, you're trying to find out whether these people are real. Can you really have a relationship with somebody? And, and I got to think, you know, particularly on the first night, everyone's putting on airs a little bit, trying to make the best impression. And, it's okay to let your hair down a little bit and, and be weird and goofy. I think that's good. So I like that. And, and finally, you know, have your friends back like Kimberly, who was trying to buck up Madison. Um, I always, I always appreciate friend loyalty and, uh, 
So, so way to go, Kimberly. Let's 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 have each other's backs out there. That's what I got. Oh, that was some good fatherly advice to start off the season. You're welcome. So we'd like to thank The Mesh for hosting our podcast. And if you like what you're hearing, give us a five-star rating and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And join us next week as we discuss the first dates of Zach's season from the right perspective and my dad's. been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.